With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, what's going on? It's uh, Wednesday at 9 p.m. So it is time to uh, get the show started. Hope everybody's having a pretty good evening out there, week, year, whatever. Start unmuting some people. I actually got somebody, something I wish to kind of start with right off the bat, but it's going to take me a second just to pull it up real quick. So uh, this is kind of an answer and clarification. Somebody commented on the um, on the video that was put up this afternoon. I'm gonna put the comments up in the in the section. So this is not what I'm saying. This is what somebody was saying to me, and I just thought it was funny because who they were talking about, Jonathan Faraday or whatever. You know, I, I really enjoyed his comment, and um, <laughs> and by the rest of um, this gentleman's comment, I don't know if he he really understood that we were in agreement. So, but we will be conspiring with each other because we have open minds and uh, and peaceful hearts. So, so don't worry, Mister Commenter. We we are going to conspire, and thank you for the uh, for the advice and the. And the direction but down here where you're talking about contract law and how you can use contract law to your advantage against the cops and the judges and um and then you're talking about uh mutual consent and having a mutual consent uh contract settlement agreement a mutual consent settlement agreement i'm just going to go ahead and tell you right now do you know what contract law is? Because contract law is when, is when they told me that they were going to drop it when I went back the next time for failure to prosecute if the officer wasn't there. And then I go back the next time and the officer's not there and they don't drop it for failure to prosecute. That's contract law. That's a broken contract. And when you don't have a court of law, you don't have anywhere to go and enforce that contract. That's why it's really, really important to have a court of law. That's why a lot of what we do on this show is talk about what a court of law actually is. Because if people don't understand what a court of law actually is, then they won't know whether they have a court of law or not. Okay? Um, and then kind of going back to this, <laughs> all right, here's here's all I can say is that you know, when you're doing the settlement agreement, unless you put your bill or invoice in there, look, you're working on an agreement with them, okay? When you um, perform some service or work, 
you get paid for the service or work that you perform when you work on a contract okay you don't get paid to make the deal i mean if you're going to pay somebody make a deal for you okay they get paid like an attorney would get paid to write up a contract but the two people who are entering into that agreement with each other they don't pay each other to enter into the agreement to to sit down and talk with one another and come out with an agreement i mean they might fact factor that cost in to what they're deciding to agree to to um whether they actually come to some sort of agreement or not but once you come to a settlement agreement you can't charge them for voluntarily working with them that's just not how contract law works uh, contract law works like this when the judicial officer asked me if there was anything that he could do to make my life easier and i uh and i was talking with them about yeah yeah there is something you could do to make my life easier because he told me he was like if there's anything i can do to make your life easier just let me know and i'll do it and i said well i've already been letting you know you can just order a dismissal you know kind of like due process of law requires you to do I, i'm not asking you to do anything special for me i'm just wishing you do your job that's it and then he didn't do it that's again that's a broken contract you cannot produce good contract law with somebody in bad faith and that's why I talked about the good faith, bad faith doctrine, okay? Because I always work on the good faith doctrine. I don't work on the bad faith doctrine. Not good faith to work on the bad faith doctrine. Not good law. So, you know, th those are just kind of a couple of examples of contract law, like what real contract law is. You don't have to sit down, write out an agreement and sign it for a valid contract to exist. That's just... It's just not one of the uh, requirements. The only thing that has to happen for a contract and contract law, it has nothing to do with counteroffer, tender, conditional acceptance, compromise, consisting, executing conditions, clauses, provisions. The, you know, I mean, if you got to get that deep into it, you obviously don't trust the person you're doing business with that well. You know? Y'all obviously can't just work things out between yourselves. Like you, if you have to write down every little, where every little Scroogey penny's going, you know, y'all don't have the best business relationship, in my opinion, in my opinion. So, but really all that it takes for a contract to exist is it takes offer, consideration, and acceptance. That's it, okay? And really the offer should have the consideration inside of it okay but but there has to be some type of physical consideration to offer and then if the other side accepts it that is a contract whether you know you shake on it you do this you do that as far as arguing with them or you know fighting with them i didn't do it at all in fact when when the judicial officer says well if you're going to contest this then we'll just set up another court date for you. No, no, I'm not going to contest it at all. You heard me at the very beginning. He says, you don't have a driver's license? Nope. Or not a driver's license. You don't have a uh, tag? You don't have registration? Nope. You don't have insurance? Nope. I ain't contest that. I didn't argue. I don't care. 
No, I don't have it. Yes, you got me on the legal side. I'm doing all these illegal things for sure. Yep, they're all illegal, 100%. Now let's get back over to the law. Do you got that verified complaint? Do you got a fact upon the record of the court that I could actually answer? You you got you got uh, the service of summons is about to be up, and I thought it was hilarious because, okay, I was going to give you six months to have no jurisdiction over me, but you're saying that doesn't exist. So why don't you prove jurisdiction right now? Like, like just prove it now, you know, because if, if there's no service of summons, I'm pretty sure you have to prove jurisdiction. You got to have jurisdiction to open a court. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's an element or a requirement. Anyways, that's enough of my uh, kind of rambling. So I'll unmute Shaman. And if anybody else wishes to join the call, just raise your hand and I will unmute you as well. We are about free speech all over here. That was a good rant. <laughs> well, I mean, I just thought it was funny. There's JD. Well, what's I up, mean, JD? Yeah, what's that up? That was just great. I mean, it's like, uh, holy shit, if that didn't just describe consent and jurisdiction, that was like, a, that was great. First 10 minutes of the show, the cannon comes out. That was good. Well, well I mean, dude, simple. I just... I just couldn't believe it when he was like, you got, I need to go learn contract law. <laughs> Me. <laughs> and then he didn't even know what a service and summons was. Hey, John, you got a lot of background noise there, buddy. Sorry about that. They, they were John? talking, didn't realize we were unmuted. Can you hear me fine? <laughs> yeah, we can hear yeah. you, buddy. Sorry. <laughs> he didn't know what the service of summons was yeah i thought that was hilarious it, it's he, like I, I don't think he did dude i don't think he did either like when That's he when he was first like what's that it. i thought he was just trying me to see if i could explain it to him yeah and then when you did he actually listened that's why i figured he didn't know <laughs> he was busy talking until then well i mean you know he talks a hey, lot JC. up until then i liked yeah, uh jc I, I liked uh what you said today in the video because i just watched it you know just before before the show started i happened to catch it and uh definitely um got my energy going again you know hearing those people just act like that you know just the way they respond and stuff is uh is, you know gets gets me going a little bit because it's like like you said in the video about the obligation, you know, if you can't explain to me why I'm obligated to you, then obviously then some kind of other thing going on here. I'm not obligated and you're just trying to make it sound like I am and cover it up, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, it's like, why am I obligated to you? Well, because we have the guns. Because we're going to come and beat you up and arrest you if you don't do this, you know? Uh, yeah, well, you that's know, that's called something else. like slavery, you know. Hey John, if I yeah. may, remember the uh, last last of the Mohican movie again? I love mm -hmm. I love that movie. There's this that scene where they're uh, at the fort. Just he goes into the colonel, and the you know he's talking about General Webb gave him this agreement. And they had a they had a and they didn't write anything, gentlemen. They just 
It was just man to man. And then he said, you got a militia. And he said, when the colonel said he wasn't going to honor the agreement or the contract, he said, has law been replaced with absolutism? And if it has, I no longer feel bound by that yoke. I mean, if they're not going to honor their own law, how can they expect other people to do so? It's no different than when you see a cop with no lights on going down and doing 25 miles an hour over the speed limit and then bump starts through a red light. Pisses everybody off, doesn't it? I'm not saying that's never justified. I'm just saying that's how people feel about it. Mm-hmm. I have a question, JC. It's Tara. Hey, Tara. Can you hear me? Hi. Hey. Yo. Hi. Who were you talking to? You called him a judicial officer, and I'm one of those people that doesn't even know the difference between that and somebody else. So who who was that person? Uh, okay, the gentleman uh, the gentleman I was talking to was typically the magistrate of the uh, you know magistrate courts. Like down here we have uh, magistrate courts which basically handle everything from misdemeanors, anything up to the seventy five hundred dollars and then criminal misdemeanors. And um and they're appointed. Yeah, they're they're appointed down here and they don't even have to have a law degree. Okay. But they just take them and they go and, you know, give them the kind of weekend education. Like, cause most of what they're going to do is just going to be administration. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know, people are going to come in there and, and everything that they're doing in there would be perfectly fine in administrative court. And if I wish to consent to their administration, then, you know, there's no problem with it. And that's what I was saying. It's like, Hey, look, as, as far as like legal, yeah, I'm doing, this illegal and that illegal and whatever. I, I don't care, you know, but you can't move until I plea and I can't plea until there are records, you know, facts on the record of the court. And, and when I started talking that with him, I mean, he didn't know what to do. He was just like, I'm not going to play these games with you. boy." <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> yeah. That's you, just the default. It's, you, it's you the can default plea just going. like all the other slaves do. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they go everybody into full default. Like everybody full, else. Full default bully mode. That's what that's what that is. Full default bully mode. Yeah, I mean hey, if I would have had the time, and this is why I called it bad hair, you know, bad hair traffic court day. Because if I would have had the time, and I even put that down to 30 frames a second to try to render it. Um, and if I could have gotten it out by, you know, 630. I would have rendered it and gotten it put up, but um, it was going to take like two and a half hours to render. And I was just like, ah, I'll just do it with the green screen and not put up. Cause I actually have the video of the guy that I was talking to on the second half of that. But It'd be so, cool if you put yeah. that up for everybody to see. I, also I, think it worked. I think it worked, JC. A lot of times people are trying to digest what's, what, what you're saying and what they're listening to and just all the stuff going on. So I think sometimes the simpler is better. Didn't he also say to you that they aren't allowing even contested um, like appointments right now? But if you want to plead yep. guilty, that's cool. But if you want to even 
challenge it. You, they're not doing that right now. Like we're only allowing you to just yep. come in here and say, uh, I'll, I'll bow and otherwise. Well, I mean, and, and that's, a, that's basically what they're doing right now is right now they're moving. And this is why it's kind of a critical moment is because they're, they're going to use the pandemic and all of this other stuff and zoom court meetings, and it's going to morph into there's absolutely no law. Um, right. You, you know, and it's all going to be administration and everybody's just going to be property. And, you know, the owners can obviously do whatever they think is proper to their property. So kind of by very definition. Yeah. Yeah. Someone else claiming, claiming they can, they can have property, but you can't. And, 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 and our property is theirs to, for the taking. Which kind of sounds yeah. a whole lot like slavery to me. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. It's, it's, it's very close, isn't it? Yeah, I thought I thought the Yankees abolished that in the South. <laughs> yeah. I thought up? I thought the Yankees solved us of that of our dilemma. <laughs> so what happened at the end of that that like I heard the guy I think say Hey, uh, if you're happy, I'm happy, or something. And you got to leave, and then the they didn't set a new date with you right now, right? So are you just w waiting for them to contact you, or oh, are they? No, 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 no. It, okay. It's like this. I I already told them. Look, you you have to prove jurisdiction. Okay, he already told me they don't have court till April. They don't have a plea on the record. There's no jurisdiction. I'm not going and going and getting a date. Even if you serve me, even if you serve me, if you don't put facts of jurisdiction upon the record of the court, I ain't showing up. I am not showing up. How do they prove jurisdiction? Uh, they get a man or a woman onto the stand and testify to a certain set of facts of your wrongdoing. Okay. And they That's don't how have they that. prove jurisdiction. Yep, and they obviously don't have that because they don't have a man or a woman. All they have is an officer, if he even showed up, right, to right. try to speak against you. And so there is none, right? Am I following? That's, right. That's, why, that's why I'm saying it's basically impossible for them to get jurisdiction if you can test it at all. Which is why they say, you know, they don't have to prove it for six months because that's the only way they can play all these mind games with like the sovereign citizen people. Unmuted. You see what I'm saying? How do they play a mind game with the sovereign citizen people? Hey, Monarch, I, I muted you out because I was getting a lot of reverb, man. What were you saying, Tara? I just said, so. Um, you said they were playing mind games with sovereign citizen people by doing something. What was it that well, they're it's doing? The, it's the service of summons. And, and that's so incredibly difficult to find unless you know exactly what you're looking for. And the way that I really know, like I 100% found out that it existed was by watching what the court did. Okay. So, but it's basically one of these things where if you go and look on the driver's license application, it's going to say somewhere on that application that you're agreeing to something that's not on the application. They'll have some type of codified thing that's not exactly in the statutes of the state. 
it's somewhere buried in a book in the back of the DMV um, that basically says that uh, if they pull you over with a driver's license, you're consenting to, to be summoned to the court without the court proving jurisdiction for six months. Ooh. Any okay. time anytime within that window up to six months? Yeah, yeah. So, and, and this is how the court keeps on making people come back and, and come back and kind of keeps looking like they're running over them. Um, and, and they're really not. It's like, they're just, they have jurisdiction over you that that's not presumed or assumed, but you allowed it, you consented to it because they have to have your consent for the jurisdiction. And that's how they can play these mind games. And that's where they try and break people down in the mind, you, you know, because after somebody goes back to court for like three times and then they see it not working and not working and not working, they lose faith. And then they, and then they give up jurisdiction because they lost faith. You know, and as soon as they lose faith, they go back to being that slave again. They're like, okay, I'll, I'll plead now. I'll be like everyone else, you know? Yeah. Right. They drop, they drop their, their rock position in their mind and, uh, and then they consent. Well, they consent through either frustration or anger or whatever. Um, and JC, how, how are you applying that to who, to the quote unquote sovereign citizens? I mean, what, what was the scenario there? What like oh, why, well, why because did you sovereign citizens would would challenge jurisdictions and not understand why the court would just keep moving. You, you know, see. you see, and then by six months, they gave up. They ain't challenged jurisdiction anymore. Court walked right over them because they gave them gave it to them. So I'm gonna unmute they Monarch and stick it out. Yep. What's going on, Monarch? They're so impatient. Tell me about it. I, I was actually thinking about naming that video, you know, Sovereign Citizens Slams Judges. <laughs> <laughs> sovereign Citizen Teaching Judges in Law, but I couldn't bring myself to call myself a Sovereign Citizen, so I was just going to say SC. SC Slams Judges in Law. <laughs> South Carolina. <laughs> represent, represent. <laughs> Hmm. Hey, you don't like oxymoron? Question. What? Go ahead, John. I was just wondering, um, like, so I, I have a traffic ticket here in New York dealing with uh, uh, inspection sticker that I got in May of 2020. And I, you've offered me the same. But my, my question is, is how would we go about writing up say uh, a, a written notice to the court that now we're going to require them to prove jurisdiction uh you know because i i i know that the ser uh, services summons has expired with my case okay then i then i would just ignore it <laughs> i mean yeah i mean basically it's like i i don't necessarily uh, might not understand the question to the fullest extent but i mean if they just tried to pull you in again i'd just write them back and be like hey you know this is way over six months um the service of summons is up so as soon as you prove jurisdiction i come into court okay 
So just a simple notice. No, I mean, I I just write to the clerk. Okay. Uh, You know, it's like, hey, I'm just writing to you in good faith. And uh, if if you wish to be pretty uh, diligent about it, I'd get them to, you know, stamp something saying received and mail it back to you. Right. Okay. So and 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 typically when you do stuff like that, like when you write the clerk of court something pertaining to your case, um, that's an issue to that case in that form or fashion. They typically will file it in the case. Okay. I think the service of summons is eighteen months in California. I don't know about New York. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I, I don't know exactly how you would go about finding that in each state. I know every state that I've seen it in, it's always been six months. And I've never, ever seen them go over six months. 18 and, months? And, yeah, that's all across the country. I've never seen them go over six months. But there's that's, a pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, there's a pandemic, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We we got you. We got you for ten years. That's <laughs> great. Well, I mean, you know, technically they suspended the law. Yeah. Uh, how does uh, how would that work as far as the rules of agency um, in in your case uh, or traffic in general? As far as you know, you got the. 51% preponderance of evidence in the favor of the agency. Okay. Just just show where I'm subject to the agency. Like, am I an employee of that agency? My employee right. of the state. You see, I was explaining this to somebody the other day. I was like, you know, just think about it like this, like this, okay? Now, the the codified statutes that apply to the DEA, do they apply to the IRS? Like, like the codified statutes that tell the DEA how the DEA is supposed to function and operate, do those apply to the IRS agents? No. No. Okay, so you just proved to me that the agency, you know, applies to me, that I'm supposed to be in this administrative court because, you know, I have that administrative agency person and have created joinder with it and to the extent to give you jurisdiction you know because i mean i'm not even arguing that i don't have one of their administrative agency persons i was just saying i'm not going to create joinder with it it's your person i have it for your benefit not mine Uh, when your incident happened, did they take your car? No. Wow. They always. They did mine. make me get it off the road, though. <laughs> but no, they did not take it. How did they make you get it off the road? What does that mean? Well, I mean, they called somebody, and I didn't feel like arguing with the cop on the side of the road to come to come tow it. You know. So, and they towed it right back to my house, but the officer talked with the guy and I mean, I was really far away. Um, and I'm just going to say that he did it. He did it at a 
good price for how far away I was. And he, you know, he did it because the officer talked to him and was like, hey, you should help this guy out. And so it's like, you know, it's <clears throat> when you're on the side of the road in a stop like that, it's like, does the law apply? Yeah, but how far do you wish to push it? Uh, you know, right. and, and always show people respect. I mean, I have the audio from that call. Everything except for when I was actually messing with them, we first like ran up on my window because I before I could hit record on my phone, like when I pulled over on the side of the road, before I could get my phone unlocked and, and get it open and hit record, he was already at my window. And I was like, whoa, that was fast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So, but I'm sure that his audio got me being like, I don't have a driver's license. State of South Carolina has a driver's license. You wish for the state of South Carolina's driver's license? I'll surrender that right now. It's your property. And, but you've been driving since, right? So you had to take it off the road right then. Yeah. But then you've driven since, right? Yes. And now I have okay. paperwork where if a cop pulled me over, see, I just didn't have this paperwork sitting right next to me at the time. The paperwork was already filed. It was down at the county recorder's office. You know, it's been a long time. But now that paperwork is sitting in my passenger seat. So if I got pulled over again, I would hand him that paperwork and tell him that if he continued, I would wish to speak with the county attorney when he came back. Like if he was, if they were going to choose to continue, then I wish to speak with the county attorney, you know, because if they're going to continue, then I'm going to require that they're bonded at that point. Because that's what the paper says. You know, so as soon as you bring the bond down with the warrant, then then we'll start moving forward again. And so you've already the paperwork you have is something you've already filed with the county. Yeah, it's in a county recorder's office. It's, it's not even in South Carolina. It's in North Carolina because when I was kidnapped with Henry Ramo and they just threw my body yeah. into a cell, that, you know, yeah. it was right after that that I went down and, and, you know, started filing my own private law. And so this is something that says if someone's going to move against you, require a bonded um uh, warrant or something, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's basically that same generalized idea, except that it's structured, you know, very precisely to myself and what I consider sacred. And um, yeah, yep. Okay. So, but basically, it's like, Here's kind of the idea, if you wish to understand it. It's like uh, a man's home is his castle, right? Yes. Yeah. A bunch of case law and that and different stuff. It's kind of a maximum of law. All right. Well, well, if your home is, the, is your castle, who owns the castle? 
Me. Well, the king, the creator. lord, right? Yeah, creator. the creator, the king, the lord, you know, the lord of the castle. All right, so who decrees law at thy castle? The lord. That's right, the king, the lord. I do. <laughs> okay? So, so uh, it, you vote for legislatures that go down to, you know, a state capital, right? And they represent the public interest to, you know, write public uh, public statutes, public codes, you know, public uh, sanctions, codifications, um, you know, whatever you want to call them, right? Right. Okay, but you gave the legislature that power. I mean, that's yep. that's the whole idea of how our system of government works is that you gave that power over to the legislature, right? Yeah. All right, yeah. and the so voter. then, yeah, the so, voter did. yeah, so then the legislature, you know, exercises that power, and then the governor, you know, executes the legislature's wishes or wills, right? Now, who, right. who, gave, the, who gave the governor his power or her power? I don't know. Oh, the sufferer did, huh? The voters? The ones, yeah, the ones participating in all that suffrage, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, consensual you know, pain. Yeah, so I just don't consent to suffer anymore. And, and, yes. and I'm just going to take yeah. that power back and I'm just going right. to exercise it for myself. That's all. You know, y'all can keep your thing over there. That's cool. So you basically gave them your little codified statutes, essentially, right? I mean, like at no, a high level. I mean, level. I it, no, it's it's not a codified so, statute. It's it's a contract. Well, okay, so it's it's yeah, a contract. Okay. So, but but the contract before the court is the law before the court. Like the contract that goes before the court is the law that goes before the court to be judged. Okay. And that's exactly why it's sitting right next to me. That's exactly why I didn't have any hassles or anything the last time. And I went and got that document and put it right there because now it's like, see, before I didn't have the contract to hand them. I can't expect them to enter into a contract that they don't know about. What do you mean? You didn't have it. Well, you didn't have it with you or you didn't have it made up? No, no, I didn't have it with me. I gotcha. Because like you I said, I, I went and, yeah, yeah, I went and filed this contract, uh, you know, this law. Yeah, I mean, it was right after I got arrested with Henry. So I just didn't have right. it with me. That's why I was saying, like, after that, right. I just put it in my vehicle, my car, my property. Sounds good to me. You know, but... But yeah, I mean, that's kind of like the whole idea. So that's why, you know, I mean, I I don't care. And, and people can contact um, the Department of, uh, you know, the Department of Transportation or Department of Motor Vehicles or, you know, whatever to inform whoever of their wishes. Um, and I'm, I'm not saying not to do that. I'm just saying, you know, this is kind of the way I went about it. Because this is kind of like a catch-all.
I'm just curious. Go ahead. I was just curious. When you filed it at your uh, county recorder, I'm just having trouble because I'm looking at my county recorder and, and they're very specific on what you can uh, file to be recorded. Uh, okay. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, we've gone through this before. Um, you know, but because of the full faith and credit clause, man, you can mail it to a freaking county recorder in Texas, <laughs> you know, and just have return postage on it. As long as it's in any county recorder anywhere across the United States and it's on record and you have the original that you can bring into court, you can bring the original into court. So, cause that's, I'll tell you right now, that's the thing that they're going to try and do first is, is um, they're going to try and talk you out of it. And if they can't talk you out of it, they're going to tell you that they have to have the original and you got to tell them, no, I keep the original. That's why you guys have a copy machine. And uh, yeah. like, like, <laughs> are you going to pay me for that original? Cause I'll go make up another one. How much are you willing to offer? Two million and one dollar bond. All right. Well, that's a dollar more than that's worth. So <laughs> bring it up and you sold. <laughs> Made a dollar profit, JD. Not bad. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> goes a long way these days. Uh, I'll pay you 10 cents for a piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> I don't kidding. know if that's gonna cover it, man. We got we got special red and blue fibers in there, and they, you know we got this special scent that we spray on there, and we gotta we gotta we gotta cut that paper up down there, and uh, where is it like Dalton Mass or something like that? I, I'll go find some other paper. paper? Man. Uh, I, I'll go okay. find some other paper. <laughs> What's going on, Stan? You're kind of late to the party. What's up, man? Yeah, I'm out working. Oh, uh, yeah? Oh, yeah. What I miss? Uh, I don't know. Give Did you two, see that video? Two cheeseburgers and a large fry. <laughs> no, I Did, didn't Did see you? the video. Well, I posted a video, um, you know, this afternoon. That kind of put together both of my uh, my traffic court experiences, and then somebody was talking about how I should go learn contract law. So that was like the first ten minutes was me ranting about contract law, and then we've just been talking, and then kind of went a little a little kind of slow. And then you raised your hand, and I was like, "Huh, oh, Stan? He's got a lot of background noise." <laughs> That wasn't slow. It was awesome. Thank you. <laughs> He's flipping burgers. And I'm driving around in the muted. All right, brother. Any, crazy. Uh, I can't see the 
I can't see the participants anymore. It's just I can just see myself and 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 you, JC. Me too. It's been like that for for a couple of weeks now. I guess I, I don't know what yeah. you're saying. I can see the participants on the side of the board. I can't see them like up on the on the screen where the presentation goes. I used to be able to see them up there. Right. And it, it just says that there's only one person on the call. Like now it won't tell me how many people are on the call. And even when it did tell me how many people were on the call before, I knew it was lying to me. So whatever. Yeah. Just, yeah, it only shows me and you. I, I checked into that. It's in the uh, it's the presentation setting that you have set in uh, the talk shoe settings. The mind it just change itself because they changed the format. Uh, so John, you're saying you're saying that JC needs to go in and and tweak a couple settings could be because he's the admin of it of the show. Yes. Yes, I, I sent him in. I sent you instructions, JC, in in uh, your Telegram uh, private message between you and I. There's uh, it, it. I copied and pasted basically the email that I received from Talkshoe explaining it. They, they say you got to take it off ninja mode. Mm -hmm. Well, it, it's basically the, the, the settings that are here now are set to be in presentation mode and to restrict um, basically open conversation. Uh, it, it's webinar mode is what they call it, webinar slash presentation. And you can actually go and change the presentation style to where it will open up and allow all the participants to see each other. Yeah, that's kind of the default uh, safest way to do it, I think. That is weird, though, that it changed on its own. Probably for your safety. There was really no explanation as to, because I did inquire to find out why they changed it, and they really didn't provide an answer just that they did it i'm just joking since everything is now that i don't want to happen is for my safety yeah they're making it a safe space <laughs> right hey if they're making it a safe space and they've been in charge of keeping me safe for the past 10 years we're in trouble <laughs> i agree a hundred percent we all are. So, JC, if you if there's a lull, um, if I might have the floor for just about a minute. Go ahead. I I, I just uh, wanted to tell you how much me and Christy appreciated you coming on our show Sunday, and. Uh, you know, let you and, and anybody else, Sean, you guys, you guys are more than welcome to come and listen or participate anytime. Um, you know, but I, I, I felt greatly honored to have you come in and, and speak with us uh, the way that you did Sunday um, and just dropping bombs 
like you did. I uh, I have the video or the the audio of that podcast posted up on the library channel for my show, and um, I hope you enjoy the uh, description. And I'll leave it at that. Yeah, I read the description when you posted it up that morning, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a couple hours later, yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, I went back and listened to it, uh, or at least listened to the part where, where I wasn't on it. Because um, I guess that library, I mean, whatever you had it on is cool because I could just listen to it at double speed. Yeah, I, I believe that's library, and I, I think that the PeerTube platform does the same thing. And, uh, you know, just want to give a shout-out to Andrew for really getting that UK plat Pats platform up and running. And, you know, it's uh, – I, I think there's – it has a lot of valuable tools uh, for us to use, and uh, I, I think it's a solid platform. Yeah, man, it's it's no problem. I uh, I had fun being out there. I called up Oracle, and she said that she was listening to it because she saw the posts in a chat group or whatever. And um, I was like, oh yeah, JD was talking about that just the other day. So, but honestly, it feels good seeing somebody else, you know, talking about this. It makes me feel not so alone. <laughs> Like I got a little bit of company. Well, you know, it's well, part, I, I of why, part of why we started it. Good. I think I talked over somebody. I'm sorry. Now yeah, now everybody went silent. Yeah. I, I don't want to step on anybody's... <laughs> Well, did anybody else? Uh, uh, today? I didn't. Hey, Sam, were you going to say something? Yeah. Otherwise, you should mute yourself out, brother. <laughs> Pretty heavy background traffic there. I have a quick question, if nobody else has a question immediately. I, I think you're the first in line. All right. This is one of my duh questions, but you were talking about how they've got a summons having like an expiration and a service of summons that could expire and they have to prove jurisdiction. How come they have jurisdiction in the very beginning? Is it because of the DMV contract you were talking about? Is that how they have it to start? Well, I didn't he say for the license. Right. Sorry, JC. Because he signed for the license, right? Um, no, I, the I license, didn't say. Not, yes, not that's, you. that's what you're, that's where you're signing in a contract for the service of summons. Okay. The service of summons is not jurisdiction. Okay. How okay. So you're not giving them jurisdiction. They just don't have to prove jurisdiction for six months. You know, and and because okay. they don't have to prove jurisdictions, this is where the service of summons kind of comes in because they can summon you back to court. They can keep summons you summonsing you. And, and they don't have jurisdiction. 
Okay, so they can summons you without jurisdiction being proven or anything because of that contract in the beginning. It doesn't mean they have jurisdiction. It just means they can summons, summons you without proving it unless they let it expire, in which case you would have the right to say, hey, prove your jurisdiction, correct? Absolutely. Cool. Okay, thank you. And, and, then, and then it's like, uh, you know, if they can't prove their jurisdiction, um, you know, there's there's a couple of different ways of going about it, but I mean, I would basically just tell them, hey, I'm not coming back. You know, I'm not willing to contract with you. I, I would appreciate it if you quit harassing me. That would be wonderful. I'm not coming back. What? I, okay. In my new, in my <laughs> lack of knowledge, is that when they could try to bench some to bench warrant you or no? You Isn't can try. You know, that's where they could say, hey, you didn't show up or you're not doing and now we have the right to just come. Well, no, the no, right they, they don't have the right. No, you know, that's what I'm saying. They, they could try. OK, right. and it depends on who you are as to which route you might go about it. Um, you know, I mean, if they if they tried with me, I. I don't know if I would even cooperate to let them put me in cuffs. You and know, but but if I if I went that far, then I would still have faith in the paper, pen, and ink method, and I would write a habeas and explain that they don't have jurisdiction. And is that also where the paperwork you've already filed as the king of your castle to lay out that if they try to do a bench warrant, would it have to be bonded? Well, I mean, you could you could say that, okay? But let let me tell you a story. You want to hear a story? Definitely. Okay. So, and, and this is just kind of going to a piece of paper requiring a bond. Um, there's kind of a story that that people, you know, should hear about because they're going to be hearing more about it. But there is this woman in um, Kansas and her name is Sierra and she just moved to Kansas not too long ago anyways she has been running into the police way too much and uh, basically someone else is the problem it's, it's not her but she was getting the general feeling that you know the police might become a problem so she wrote and filed you know hey if you're gonna issue a bench warrant or if you're gonna issue a search warrant for for my home then i'm gonna require a two million dollar secured bond attached to that warrant and she went and filed that on february 1st at 4 p.m okay now it's complete bs and I can prove it through the documentation, but I'm not about to do that yet. But at 6 p.m., they're saying they signed a search warrant. And the next day on February 2nd, they executed that search warrant and basically arrested her for more or less nothing and took her children away. And none of it's legit. And was there warrant bonded like it was supposed to be? No, Probably not. No. Right? No. It, they just it wasn't went to bonded. 
Yeah, they they went and they took the kids, you know, and they they're charging her with possession of marijuana and possession of paraphernalia, but it's BS. Like like the entire thing, and I can show you where it's BS, and I will. So, but it's definitely going to uh, require and wish for a lot of public support coming up here, because. You know, this is this is kind of the issue, and this is going to be where the gears are going to start shifting a little more, because late, you know, since we started this show, the gears have really been towards <clears throat> more or less walking in and out of court. Okay, now we're going to start moving to look. If we don't start doing something, uh, you're you're not going to have any more rights. And people don't get more rights by voting for somebody to give it to them. The only right. way people have ever gotten rights in history have been by taking them. You know, and if people don't start taking their rights, you know, in a nonviolent way, then it's going to get where people are going to get desperate enough to where they're going to try and hold on to their rights in a very violent way. Mm -hmm. you know so so the shift is going to be more towards hey because i mean it was i mean it wasn't awesome because it was a it was an atrocity but i mean she's sitting there talking to the judge on a zoom court thing the judge creates a star chamber won't let her speak assigns an attorney to her when it's not one of those things where they would do that necessarily creates his own star chamber his own little kingdom and then when she goes to speak and she's like no this is not okay and she starts quoting uh, a supreme court case law she doesn't quote it but uh she just says i believe the supreme court and there's about eight cases i could pull up really easy uh where it talks about you know your right to raise your offspring to rear your children in this country is more sacred than your right to property and he hangs up on her <gasps> just boom we're not going to listen to that so what does that say about your right to property i don't even know well i mean if her if her right to be a mom and raise her offspring is more sacred than your right to property and when she brings that up the people who are supposed to uphold those rights hang up on you and don't listen to you what does that say your right to property it means you don't have it we're under communist rule mm -hmm. absolutely that line's already been crossed that's what I was getting We're at. in a godless, lawless country. Yeah, I mean, if, I, if you if you can't look at this case and and feel like you have to do something about it, um, like something, then I I just don't know what to say. Like, there's something not right between you and your creator because I mean. If you and when you hear her talk to the attorney that the court provided, and the attorney saying, "Well, the state 
is petitioning to do da 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 da. So let me break this down for you. The state, the executive branch of the state, is petitioning, is praying to the judicial branches of the state to exercise and execute a legislative statue of the state. And if you have any type of Judeo-Christian beliefs where, you know, the, the Ten Commandments are a part of them, and, and there's that one that says, thou shalt not have any other gods before, you know, Lord thy God. If that doesn't bother you, that the state is praying to the state to uh, worship a statue or execute a statue to take children away from their mob, I don't know. Oh, that's like everybody's worst nightmare that has children. I, I mean, I'll tell I you how I so. feel about it if you're interested. Go ahead. I, I think it should piss every man and woman on the planet off. I, I think that it just goes to show that, you know, there is no rule of law. There is no law. Not in their house. Yeah, and I mean, here, here's the thing is that the only way people are going to get it is if they enforce it, okay? So, so the only way that people are really going to get law back is if they go down with enough people to open up the court, make sure that they know what a court of law is, you know, because you're not going to be able to open a court of law if you don't know what it is, and then witness it. And after they witness it, they're, they're going to have to make sure that, that it's executed. You know, whether they have the executive branch execute it or they do it themselves. You know, they're going to have to make sure that the law is executed. I think that's exactly where it is already. In my, my view, it's I'm going to get a gang of pipe-hitting motherfuckers and we're going to go take care of it. Because no well, deputies are going to enforce you. You're, your will there you're not gonna get a lawful judgment well and that's what i'm saying is that if people don't start coming together like i i can guarantee you this right now if you had 250 people disseminate on that courthouse tomorrow they give those kids back really quick and then bury everything as soon as everybody went away but that's not going to stop it from happening the next time Okay, no. if you got 5,000 people to disseminate on that courthouse tomorrow, you'd have a pretty good chance of opening a court of law within the week. Because they would, they would not want to do it. Because once, once you have a for real court of law, like people don't understand that we haven't ha had like a for real court of law since the Civil War. Not for real. I mean, they have upheld the the law in their civil courts, but we haven't had a for real court of law since the Civil War. And, and people don't understand that. And the reason they don't understand that is because the system upheld the law for so long. Uh, you know what a real court of law is because it's going by due course of law. Okay, so here's here's basically what a real court of law is a real court of law is when you here here's the basic structure 
a man has an issue with another man or another woman, whatever. They go down to the court and take their evidence, their witnesses, if they have witnesses, and they lay facts upon the record of the court. That's how they actually open the court of law, okay? A court of law cannot actually open without facts and without a record. So you go down there and then you open up the court of law by laying facts through testimony upon the record of the court. Now, once you have that upon the record of the court, you bring in the wrongdoer. You summons the wrongdoer or you send them the actual action. You don't have to summons them into court, okay? So in common law, you could just file the action. And this is where like a lot of states will differ from the civil code is that they'll say, oh, to file a civil suit, you have to file a complaint and a summons at the same time. Well, in law, you could just file a claim. Okay, and then you could serve that claim. And you can serve the summons later, right? You don't have to serve the summons right then. You can try and work it out before the summons is served. And uh, But if you have to serve the summons, now you're summonsing the other individual into court. They come into court and go before a jury. Do you Are you guilty or not guilty? Here, here's the facts on the record of the court. And they can either say they're guilty, but if they're coming in, they're probably going to say they're not guilty and they're going to argue it out with you. Then you go get a jury and go get 12 other men and women. And this is really important, like especially in American ju jurisprudence, because you can't have a court of law in American jurisprudence without a jury. And the reason is, is because of the separation of um, powers within the state and the fact that us Americans, we just don't trust government. Okay. So <clears throat> the way that our state constitutions are set up is in such a way where only a, a jury can be a judge because, because of the way we don't trust government and the way that King George took away people's rights to a court of law. They're like, no, we're going to make sure this is the whole thing with due process of law is due process of law the only way you can uh, get judged is by a jury because we're going to take away that judicial branch the the most powerful one in our lives right so there are three branches of government there's an executive a legislative and a judicial because the judicial is the one that for the most part we're the most worried about because it can cause the most harm in our lives individually that's the one that we're going to take over and not allow you to function when it comes to judging us right now when it comes to judging your administrative processes great you can sign whoever you wish you know you don't have to have a jury who cares um, I, I don't know many juries who would want to go and sit down and hear a freaking, you know, two week long uh, court trials about corporations and corporate contracts and governmental statutes. And they probably wouldn't understand it enough to really be able to judge it anyways. So, <clears throat> but when it comes to us, you know, we're the only ones who can pass judgment on each other. That's the only way for it to be in actual law. So if they're not allowing you a trial by jury, it's not an actual court of law like almost any family court across the country.
Yeah. We'll offer you trial by jury. That just shows you right off the bat. It's not a court of law. Nope. That's that's where they got the uh, the rules of agency and the fifty one percent preponderance of evidence. They uh, come and take your kids, and then two days later you can show up to their jurisdictional hearing and prove you have to prove that uh, you were innocent of whatever non allegations, and uh, so you literally have to prove your own innocence because fifty one percent preponderance of evidence means it's kind of a flip mentality. Government sees themselves as infallible because it's a system and not a person. So whatever an agency uh, declares or puts puts down goes on the record. So they can say you're a fucking lizard alien person that wants to beat your children, you know, and that's not a fact on the record if you can't prove it, prove otherwise. And you don't well, have to well the thing is, is that in their administrative courts, they they don't even have to have facts upon the record. They they don't even have to find facts, and they can just make them up. Yeah, and they do. They do often. Uh, so, and and that's that's a big difference between a court of law and an administrative court. In a court of law, you can't just make up facts. Uh, so yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, just a, an important note for anybody out there that's a parent or even likes the idea of people having their own kids, uh, understand this, that you cannot go in there with the mentality knowing you did nothing wrong and that's going to be of some help to you because it does not fucking matter. They don't even need a criminal complaint against you. They don't need anything that's actually against you. You don't have to break the law. They will take your kids, say whatever they want, and, you know, so the mindset of, I didn't do anything wrong, I didn't break the law, hell, they're not even accusing me of breaking the law, that's not going to help you. So she... In their administrative courts right now, or is she... I mean, I I wouldn't even say she's in their administrative court. I would say she's in Mr. Smith's star chamber. Hmm. <laughs> Tell mean, me that, what a that's star what I would is. say. What a star chamber I, is? I heard you say that, and I forget what it is. A star chamber, um, I mean, you should you should Google it for sure. But a star chamber is a particular type of court that they abolished, I'm pretty sure they abolished it by about 1650, but it was basically a kangaroo court that, you know, they created in the old common law system of England that was completely outside the common law, and, you know, they'd black bag you. Freaking, they'd come and get you, and you'd disappear, and then they'd assign you an attorney to get jurisdiction over you, and you couldn't speak, and, you know, I mean... Uh. You didn't have any power. You didn't have any rights. It's basically what's going on today when they force you to have an attorney. You know, I mean, when you hear some of this audio, like, and and he's saying, um, you know, are you going to represent yourself? Or are you going to get an attorney? Or do we need to assign you an attorney? She's like, no, I'm present. And he, he was just like, that's not an option. Like, like you are not allowed to be present. Mm. 
you have to have some type of representation because we have to turn you into a fiction. And, and see, here's the thing that should really, really scare everybody. Going back to what Monarch was saying about, you know, people shouldn't just think that, well, I wasn't doing anything wrong and, you know, I'm just going to go into court and it's going to be okay. In fact, because she wasn't doing anything wrong, they made it a hundred times worse because they got caught with their pants down so bad what'd they do they punished her more for their for you know what they did wrong that's the part that should really scare everybody yeah it's terrifying you know and the thing is is that all of this happened and <clears throat> There's a lot of things here, but what I was about to mention was, in my opinion, all of this happened probably because of some kid who was a confidential informant, and he just didn't have anybody else to rat out, so he starts making up shit about people, and that's why the cops were always over there and doing this and that, and always, you know, that's why there were so many problems with the police officers over there, and uh, so it the cops were pressuring somebody to make up this stuff to ruin somebody's life and then they go and and ruin her life a hundred times more oh it's interesting and then she calls the fbi because like i said she just moved to kansas so she's still technically a colorado citizen and so the FBI should have jurisdiction. She calls the FBI three times and they hang up on her pretty quick. And this should tell you something else when they hang up that quick. They're getting so many calls like this, they don't care. Any call that they get from anybody across the United States who's like, hey, the state just did this and it's insanely criminal and you guys have jurisdiction, why don't you do something about it? They just hang up. Yeah. You know, that's a policy of theirs. Right, and they've used the COVID thing to kind of help roll this thing, the steamroll this this kind of a issue on here with the way they're treating people. I mean, and I think that was planned, that they, they were gonna steamroll people during this time period. It's going well, it I mean, to help them, you know what I mean? Shut, I, I shut think, everything down. I think it was definitely planned that they were going to, you know, take more and more law away because, of course, they're trying to move it all into administration anyways. Uh, you know, I, like that's just where it's going is, is administration. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't necessarily think that any one individual planned on unnecessarily doing this to to sierra but at the same time it's like this is where it, it really starts getting scary is because uh this is her case is a perfect example of how much of a just snowball effect this is it, it's just getting worse and worse and it's not getting worse and worse because of anything she's doing no so if I might ask, would a written correspondence to uh, a federal investigation agency or even no, the no. attorney general's office? 
No, because, I mean, I, I'll go ahead and tell you what the problem is here in the United States. And that is, is that, it, okay, so all law has been abolished, um, you know, since the end of the Civil War. <laughs> and from the end of the Civil War until, you know, 1945, the end of World War II, what they moved from, and they did a really good, I mean, they had this planned out way in advance, but what they did was they started moving from people understanding that instead of their rights coming from the Constitution, you know, or instead of their rights coming from God, now they're starting to teach people their rights come from the Constitution, okay? And instead of their rights, you know, being defined really simply, now they're, they start making case law to, you know, make it be defined where only an attorney can use it and they can use it back and forth different ways. And they start believing that, you know, they start getting people and even the legal society structured to where it's like, all right, now we have all these codified systems, right? So now you could get rights from a codified system or, or a codified system could give police officers extra privileges, titles of nobility within inside of society. And, and we're just going to justify it through the court system. And um, it, by 1945, that was pretty well executed. Anybody who actually knew what real law was, you know, from before the Civil War, they were going to die pretty soon. And now you have an entire um, generation, several generations, where they don't know anything else except for, for this. And so now they start really encroaching and start taking away piece by piece of every little right until we get to today when we don't really have any rights left. Okay? And, and until pretty close to today, for the most part, general part of society, it, you know, five years ago, a Sierra type case happened. And for the most part, unless somebody actually went through something like that themselves, people were like, well, what did you do wrong? Exactly. Well, the courts wouldn't come and take your kids unless you did something wrong. Exactly. Well, well why didn't Henry Ramo just shut up and sit down? You know, like, why didn't he just listen to the judge and just let the court run all over him and get a lawful judgment against him? Yep. When the family members of these people with stickers on their fucking car that say, I suppose, start preaching. Why didn't you just comply? Why don't you comply? Do what they say. Yeah. Whether it's... Yeah. Uh, you know, your first major controversy, if it's, if it's a property issue, uh, a traffic issue, or God forbid, your, your children, I, I'll tell you this right now almost 100%. Your whole fucking family is going to turn on you and say, oh, I would do anything. Uh, I would do whatever it took to get my kids. Why won't you do this? Why won't you do that? Well, here's another secret. When you fucking apply, it's not good enough. They tack onto it. Uh, and yep. also, Ooh, when you comply, now now you're helping them do it. Exactly. You know, it, it's it's not even like yeah, you're, you're getting. Yeah, not it's not even like you're you're trying 
or you're doing something that's actually going to get your children back. Now you're helping right. them take them. Exactly. Yeah, you're going from you're going from the realm of involuntary servitude to voluntary servitude. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. like in Sierra's case, it's oh. like with her participating, with her kind of going along and playing their little game. It's like, well, now she's praying with them, right? Yep. Like, like now she's praying with them. And, and this is just so insane because, you know, anytime you have a petition, it's not in law, okay? A petition can never be in law. A, a petition is always administrative. And it's because it, a petition, there's there's nothing wrong. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, I'm just going to pray to you to go give me their stuff. Will you go give me their stuff, please? I'm going to pray. Well, why should yeah. I go give you their stuff? Well, because I'm praying to you. And because we went to, uh, you know, we went to law school together, man. And because I got those pictures <laughs> yeah. that you don't want me to show your, your wife. You know, yeah. <laughs> like just pick a reason. <laughs> right. So, and, and that's that's the thing, and and this has been going on for so long. And something that people don't understand is that the system itself is corrupted. Like the system is corrupted. So, I I'll tell you, going, having been in law school before, knowing the type of people who go there, I can't think of somebody. You know, 75%, at least 75% of the people who are going to law school, when they're a first-year law student, they are bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, they are out to change the world, make a difference. I would say, you know, at least 75% of the cops, maybe 60% of the cops, <laughs> but 60% of the cops, you know, when they get into it, they're getting into it because they're bright-eyed, you know, they want to make a difference, they're going to do this, they're going to do that. And and then, or they get into it because they just want to get away with being a criminal more. <laughs> you know, those yeah. are the two reasons a cop gets into it. But if if they stay that bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, trying to change the world, you know, it's it's not going to be them that change the system. It's going to be the system that changes them. And if the system doesn't change them, then the system will get rid of them. You know, the system will look for a way to kick them out and exclude them. Yep. And, and if I is, might, JC. Yeah, go ahead. Um, if, if um, because I know that uh, we've had a lot of uh, fresh new people uh, coming into the show and into the chat on Telegram. If you would explain what you mean by uh, titles of nobility, because I know that that gets confusing for some people. Well, I mean, the title of nobility is just when you give someone a privilege because of their person that other peasants don't have or other people don't have, uh, the general people of society don't have, and that's that's all title of nobility is. So I was bringing this up on on John's show on Sunday night, where here in South Carolina, and this is why I was hoping the officer would show up, is because once the officer shows up and he starts moving against me in law, now he's committing an actual crime. Now I can 
lawfully swear out a warrant for his arrest. And uh, that, I mean, that's what I was planning on doing, but he didn't show up. Um, but one of the parts of that is that he would be exercising a title of nobility. He would be moving uh, a claim, a complaint, you know, a charge against me, and he's not a bar licensed attorney. And he gets that privilege from the South Carolina Supreme Court. So that also means not only would he be exercising a privilege that the rest of us don't have, which is a title of nobility, but he would also be working with a judicial power, a power given him, given to him by the judicial branch of South Carolina and by the executive branch. So there's a you know separation of powers issue as well. And of course, this isn't an issue if it's in their administrative court, but it's an issue when somebody wishes for due process of law. Like you can't do those things in law, not, not here in American jurisprudence. And, and they know that, right? Well, no, not, not, they. okay, let me ask, let me define they. I don't know that. Like I hear you say these things and I'm like, due process of law, I don't know exactly what that means, or I'm learning what that means through you guys, but do they know when you say this stuff that they're, that it's okay in their administrative court, but it's not okay in the court of law? And do they understand the difference between a court of law and when you say, I wish for due process of law or not according to due process of law, do they know what you mean? Because like a normal person like me wouldn't know that unless I've listened to you guys a long time. Do you do they know that? Well, I mean, I, I can tell you this much. And obviously the first judicial officer that I talked to was way um, more cunning at law, yeah. not right. even in law, just at law than the second judicial officer. But you can tell the first judicial officer absolutely knew. And you want to know right. how you know I can tell? Yeah. But he was responding to you asking for due process of law is all I could say. But yeah, tell me, how do you no, know? He, he said, that's what we're doing right here. That's where you're at right now. Okay. But he never answered the question. He was like, he was like you got the right to a trial by jury or a trial by judge. And just like I said in the video, great. Mm. But I don't have the right to due process of law. It doesn't really matter. You see? Like, he was never saying that I had the right to due process of law because he absolutely knew that due process of law would be getting somebody on the other side to have a verified complaint. You can't move until that happens. Mm -hmm. You know, and just to point that out further, you know, when I was there the second time and, you know, the that guy, he just... <clears throat> and he, he wasn't going to play long. <laughs> But I, I don't think he would have really known. I think he he knew somewhat, but he wouldn't have even known to play around. Um, he he just would have known that it wasn't. It's not really due process of law, but he wouldn't have really known how to play the game. And yeah, you can tell, <laughs> yeah. But, but you you can tell because he he wasn't really smart, but he knew enough to know that I had to come and get the. Uh, you know, that I had to come and get the court date appointment. Yeah. 
and he couldn't just push it upon me. I mean, he, right. he knew enough to know that he wasn't getting anywhere with me and he just started walking away and was like, I'm not going to play anymore. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, he, he knew that much. So, so he didn't know exactly, but the guy from last time, I mean, I can tell you right now, I, I was just walking him up and down the courtroom in law the whole time I was in there. And I was just having fun. Yeah, you when know? you said something about uh, executive and judicial, did you say that in the thing, or was that something you explained to me separately? When you were mm -hmm. in that, I, I didn't watch the new the newest video. I haven't seen that yet. I'm behind in all my chats. But the first time when the it, guy that, wasn't there, and you said the failure process. The first time is actually interesting because uh, – the judicial officer actually brought up the fact of the separation, you know, the separation powers. And, and he was saying this. So, because I asked him, Hey, would you just mind handing this to the officer? Because you're going to see right. him next time. And I, I did that on purpose. Like I was, I was baiting him into the whole, uh, you know, explaining the separation of powers and he did it way more than, you know, I was hoping he would do so. It was just wonderful. Uh, you know, but I was just baiting him into explaining um, the law to some degree and how how they couldn't move as both parties. Because one is that he moved as both parties when I was there, just like the gentleman the other day on Monday. He was moving as both parties. And you want to know how I know he was moving as both parties? please because i wish for him to dismiss it and nobody was there to argue with my wish and he didn't do it which means he must have argued with my wish <laughs> acting from the bench uh, you know what i mean like no one else was there to do it i was actually it was funny because i let my little man in training watch that video you know that night i got home and he was just cracking up and he had the headsets on. I was like, what are you cracking up about? He was like, he was like, he just said you hurt the state. <laughs> oh, it was funny. I just started cracking up with him. But uh, we went through it and I listened to it over with him. And I was like, this is the funniest part because I'm wishing for it to be dismissed. And you want to know who's acting like the prosecutor? He looks over at me. He's like, the judge. <laughs> yeah, and this is and this is where I just love it because I've been teaching my little man in training contract law since he was two years old, you know. Right. So he has a lot of the stuff like he knows law better than probably ninety nine point eight percent of adults, <laughs> you know. But I would say most kids know law better than than adults. Like like everybody right. is born knowing the law. Right. So, okay. And then you're untaught. Right. Well, you want you want to teach yourself in a lot of ways. Mm. Yeah. 
And I mean, it's like, look at all the hippies that got together and marched on all those different downtowns and capitals, and they were going to change the world and, you know, this, that, and the other. And then they grew up and they took over the system, and now they're defending it adam adamantly. <laughs> you know? <laughs> hey, Zara, you are unmuted, man. So if, if I can jump hey, in real hey, quick. Hold on, John. Hold on, hey, John, yeah, and Zara, you're going to have to, I, we can't really hear you. Yeah, I'm on a really quiet microphone. It's bizarre. Okay, that sounds way better. Thanks. Okay, so my question is this. Is it possible to live a quiet life anymore and not have to learn law to this extent? Like, um, yeah. put another you can learn how to shoot. Things Learn how to will speak. happen to people, and sometimes you'll hear stories about kids getting taken away and due process of law totally not existing. You'll hear about horror stories. You might hear about some people who didn't have driver's licenses and they got tickets. But when things happen to you, you have the skills get yourself through them? Or is the solution to just pay up and play the game? Because it takes a lot of time to learn law to this, this extent. Why, why, why is that? Why does it take a lot of time to learn law to this extent? Because it's been a long time that I've been looking into alternative explanations for reality. And I first encountered the birth certificate, straw man stuff, and then the un uniform commercial code stuff. Okay, but hey, let me just ask you this real quick. What does any of that stuff, like the birth certificate, the social security number, the UCC, what does any of that have to do with law? My point is that's my journey that brought me here. And this, I feel, is what I've been looking for for literally seven years. Okay, well, this right here is, is really, really easy, and I don't think it really takes a whole lot of time to learn. And just to, like, give an example of this, uh, one, when, when I first met the Oracle, uh, there was a friend of hers who was from Russia, and she, you know, she had her kid taken unlawfully. Okay, and it was a messed up situation. And she calls me up and she tells me about it. And she's like, I want to help this woman, but you know, she's Russian and I just don't know. And I was like, Oh, great, even better. And I had to work with this Russian woman on my cell phone using Google Translate <laughs> to communicate. And within four days, she put in the paperwork and learned enough from from just working over those four days and over that time i was driving back to greenville driving back up to hendersonville driving back to greenville every night and uh teaching her those stuff and she learned enough in four days to go into a courtroom and pull off law so so law in and of itself is not that hard law is, is gotcha. the simple it's it's going in there and going well who said i did something wrong Where's the facts on the record of the court? As soon as there are facts on the record of the court, we'll go ahead and, and move. But the thing is, is that it, 
their real cunning of this. So I went to court with her the first time, and it, you know, I would have to say she was pretty impressive, but typically moms, when they are fighting for their children, <laughs> they are going to get this faster and do it better than most people. I'm just gonna go ahead and put that out there. But you know, we go in there and they already knew what they were gonna do. They were gonna play this game and say that they couldn't get an interpreter and push it off and da 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 da. And she's like, no, you're gonna hear this now. You're the one who brought me in here. You're the one who's keeping my kid. You know, you're the one who's doing wrong. You're the one who brought who brought me in here. I have a right to do this now, you know? And she gave them an absolute time, and, and it was awesome. And she didn't get her little sunshine back right then, but, you know, she got them back. The very next time she was there, which was without me, and the reason I wasn't there was because that's why they locked me up when I went in with, with Henry Ramo that next Monday was to stop me from, from being there when she would be there the next day. So law is not that hard, you know, like, and all of that other stuff that you were talking about, the UCC, the birth certificate, the social security number, that's not law, that's administration, you know? Yeah, I see a lot of people coming into the wise words chat group and they've got they've got their angle, they've got things they've heard from these other sort of realms, these other groups teachers. that talk about yeah, these other teachers that talk about American state nationals. That's where I came from. I learned that just last year. Hey Zara, uh, the good uh -huh. the good news is the good news is that's the ugly uh, path that brought most of us here. Um, but the better news is you're in the right place now and just dumped out of shit. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. The, the simple notice I, mean, there's, I, I said to someone there, last week, I have not heard back anything. I, I said, show me a, a valid claim and here's how you contact me. They mail at this mailing location and I have not heard anything. So it does seem to be simple to shut down administration. Yeah, I mean, as, as long as they recognize halfway law, like, I mean, even with me, I, I'm sure that people could look at some of that stuff. It, it's just, I'm so good. Like when, when you hear the last thing that I did and I get that guy so kind of ruffled his feathers, he's just like, you harm the state. <laughs> You know, I mean, by that point, it's like a lot of people look at that and they're like, huh, because when I'm just talking with somebody on the side of the road and they don't really know, and I'm just trying to convince them, a lot of times they're like, well, you're saying this and what you're saying makes sense, but what, what would be the other side's argument? You know, what would the other side say? What, what's the other side's story? I mean, obviously the other side has to know what they're doing. You know, what, what would they say to you if you went in there to make these arguments? They'd say something yeah. stupid and silly, like I hurt the state. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Right, wait just a second. 907, you've been unmuted. What's going on? 
Oh, hey, sorry about that, Johnny. Just um, just wanted to tell everybody thank you for support and following the story and just um, helping out in prayers and, and good vibes. Well, just so everybody knows, why are you thanking them? <laughs> just because, I mean, it just it's the other ears, other eyes, you know, other energies. It's just it's appreciated that, you know, we're all going but, through stuff. And, I don't know. <laughs> Well, I'm just saying. Are. I know. I know who you are. I'm. I'm sure a couple of other people might know your voice on the call, but I'm sure not everyone does. Oh, I'm sorry about that. No, you're fine. Okay. No, I just wanted to jump on and say that. That's it. Thank you. Okay, that's fine. Yep. No problem. So, but yeah, Zara, kind of getting back to what you were talking about, like law is really, really easy. And the thing is, is that when you can start getting people, like before they go down that rabbit hole that you were just talking about, where it's really confusing and you got to do a lot of work and you're spending hours and hours of studying and this and that, you're going to save people a lot of time. <laughs> and And honestly, for the most part, I would rather get people who don't know anything about law. Yeah, makes sense. You know, because the thing that I really don't like dealing with are people who have gone down that rabbit hole that you're talking about, and then they're asking me for advice. And then when I start telling them what I would do, they start arguing with me and telling me how bad I'm wrong and start bringing up UCC and subsections and this and that. And I'm just like, bye. Have fun with that. Yeah, that's a dangerous road, too, because that road, you can get put in fucking federal prison and all kinds of stuff. You start getting lured into uh, weird documentation and, and trying to cash in your bonds and all this stuff, that's the road that leads people down a, a greedy path or a desperate path. Common law, though, is just what we all already know. Where's your oath? Show me your oath. Yeah. <laughs> you got to uphold my constitutional rights. I got constitutional <laughs> rights. Because yeah. I'm a federal I'm citizen. One yeah. of the people. Diplomatic immunity. Yeah, right. It's right here. I got the blue passport or the black one or something. Different <laughs> hey, color. give me the state national person to represent and have as my fiction. Give me the state national <laughs> for the judge to author. Yeah, let me change my outfit. I got an international. I got an international driver's license. You can't prosecute me. I got an international driver's license. No, 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 no. I registered with the commonlawcourt.com. <laughs> I registered. I, I put my. I I I got the apostille for my birth certificate. I mailed it right. in. I, I I authenticated the birth certificate with your name on it. <laughs> now it's authentic. I double authenticated mine. It's not only authenticated at state level, but the federal level as well. Ooh. In a non-hate country. Ooh. I was I was the one that you got that didn't know anything, 
and I still I still don't know enough, but I know so little I don't get any of those jokes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good, good. sign. Yeah. <laughs> Be thankful you don't know any of that stuff. It was a complete waste of time. No. I've only heard about it a little bit, but yeah. I got a question yeah, I mean, for JC. Yeah, what's going on? I carry no identification at all, and my card has no identifying marks at all, except for a, a trip travel permit, which I put in the window, and has an expiration date 60 days away from now. The reason I do that is that it looks like a dealer like a dealer dealer sticker. So it looks like I just bought my car and I keep it very clean. So that way if I get seen out of the corner of someone's eye, it looks like I'm a normal driver on the on the road. A little bit of closely, an illusion. Really closely. You'd see that I'm it doesn't say travel permit and it doesn't say issued by DMV. So I'm wondering I I need to do some filing of notice or putting something on the record that puts me on the offensive and carry in the car, carry that, have something in the in your passengers held with court. Like I need to do something like that to protect myself. I know I don't need an ID and I don't need an American state national ID and I don't need that birth certificate, even though I did that for a month before I was figuring out what's what. So um, I am thinking that's my next step is to file something that puts me offensive. Well, that would probably be a good next step. Was there a question in there? <laughs> Yeah, the question is. Yeah, maybe it was. Should I? Should person, I do that? <laughs> I'm the first person in our group, my group, my friends' group, our Freedom Cells group, to do this. Actual kind of stuff, and there's going to be about ten more people wanting to do it. So I'm wondering. Protocol. What outline in my thing that I create? Yeah, I want to know what to file. Well, why don't y'all, uh, why don't y'all come up with some donations <laughs> to to compensate me for the years and years of my time it actually took to learn and figure this stuff out without anybody ever teaching me because nobody had it figured out. And then we'll set up a call and record it, and I'll give you the answer. <laughs> I'll be happy to. Sounds good to me. <laughs> That's legit. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, yeah, you probably wish to do something to where, you know, I mean, if that's the way that you're going to go, you probably wish to create some of your own documentation and let, you know, let them know who you are. I, I mean, even before I filed that paper <clears throat> that I have sitting in the passenger seat right now, I mean, years before I filed that, I still filed with the uh, 
with the attorney general saying, hey, I don't wish to participate anymore. Hey, guess what, attorney general, Mr. Attorney General, man? I, uh, I woke up this morning and I realized I'm actually alive. <laughs> I'm not a fiction. <laughs> so you know that authority wow. I gave you? I got to take it back. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized you ain't my daddy <laughs> or my mama <laughs> God just think about it the president and the vice president oh the worst foster parents ever <laughs> <laughs> I got another what's question up? if I may um, yeah what's up I was talking with one of my friends. They are, they're a freedom-minded friend and they said something, something, something. Are you not required to do that? And I got a little emotional, emotionally heated and I said, no such thing is required and there's no such thing as authority. I'm wondering if I was accurate in those. No. Not at all. There's absolutely such thing as authority and there's absolutely such thing as required. Okay. And they can run really, really close together. So I'll give you a really good example. And then I got to uh, go to 401. But a good example of, of something that is required from authority. And that is when you write a contract with somebody, y'all writing the, y'all writing the contract is is authority you are authoring it author it why is the act of doing okay authority author it why because i have to okay because i gave you the authority i allowed you to exercise it on the playground and you messed up you messed up bad so now i gotta take that authority back and i gotta exercise it for myself but you know in the course of like a contract where you're writing out a contract with somebody or an agreement you know y'all are still authoring that agreement author it in the act of doing why okay and so then when you sign that authority ship you know you're giving authority to that document it's a contract everything above your signature you are now contracted into and it is required of you okay and if you don't do it if you don't perform your consideration if we had a court of law i'd drag you in there and require you to do it by our own authority collectively together oh. very cool and you see the uh, word right in there right like uh, r-i-g-h-t slash w-r-i-t right like writing like you're putting down what's what you feel is right right jc like in the in the contract you say this is this is what i feel is right and then i'm going to sign it at the bottom so i'm going to consent to to accepting you know that 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 is right to me. Well, I mean, do you ever write the wrong thing? <laughs> Don't answer I guess that. If I hey, 401-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-
two things. Uh, one, I just wanted to ask everyone to keep uh, my friend in their thoughts or prayers. Her sister's husband was shot and killed by police um, two nights ago. And she's in a whirlwind right now trying to figure out what to do because she was a single, uh, or not single, I'm sorry, she was a stay-at-home mom, four kids. And um, he was basically murdered in their driveway because there was an intruder in his garage and the police surrounded the house and shot him in in the chest and he bled out so anyway if you could just keep them in your prayers or thoughts or whatever um and i've kind of been trying to give them a little bit of insight into you know what they could potentially do because uh, right now it's it's a mess. Um, they are looking for actual legal representation, which I did explain that they, they don't have to, but um, right now they don't know that much about any of this kind of thing. And so, but they are looking for legal representation in another city um, farther away because it's a very small, close-knit community. And so everyone knows everyone. So even if there was a loyal lo- uh, lawyer locally, they, they would most likely either have family or friends in the PD. So um, anyway, uh, I've been reading and listening and uh, watching, and um, I like to study. So I, I got the Webster's Dictionary, and I've been, you know, kind of looking upwards almost every day, anytime that I see anything really. And... Um, I'm kind of curious. I know you just got done mentioning to the other gentleman that you don't really need to know, like, the law, because um, natural law, because, you know, this 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 thing that we all know that we're born with is, is there, that we're given, you know, that's the gift from God, the free will, to know that we have the ability to consent or not consent. Um, although the people that are in or at law, I guess it would be referred to, they like to use special terminology to trick you, to get you to unknowingly um, step into their court, right? And so sometimes I wonder, you know, how can I at least uh, learn enough lingo that I can teach my own kids how to be careful? uh, Because all I know so far is that I need to teach my kids never to say a word to police or anyone else, (laughs) you know, the fifth amendment kind of thing. So um, I'm just wondering if you had any thoughts on that, if there was a good way for a mom to teach her kids um, to learn, you know, words that would be able to navigate because the, the words that I can use from my heart are very different from the words that they use. And they like to use words that, get people tangled and confused well i mean i would say there's kind of a lot in there but the words is a very very powerful thing because it's all the word and and the verses and you know the vibrations of those verses and how we um speak our reality into existence right mm-hmm and because of that, so, I think you should take a very conscious, make a very conscious effort of 
what type of words you teach your children to use, you know, what type of language you teach your children to use. You know, a lot of children use language like, I want, I need, I want, I need. Yeah. Well, if they actually want or need that, sure. But if it's a necessity or a requirement, then want or need is not the proper thing to say. And um, mm. kind of make sure that they know that. Uh, you know, another good thing about kids is that kids already got it. They are, they already know, um, they already know right from wrong. So it, it's really with kids, it's about teaching them kind of the technicalities. And in a lot of ways, most of that on for, for just kind of a generalization is consent, you know, mm -hmm. um, just consent as far as talking to an officer not talking to an officer i mean i definitely wouldn't teach my little man in training the fifth amendment but you know i teach him to have fun you know you, you mm -hmm. don't have to stay quiet all the time but just have mm -hmm. fun and don't say anything against yourself don't say anything that would get you in trouble um mm -hmm. You know, so there's there's kind of a lot of stuff in there, and then of course, you know, I feel for the for the woman that that just went through that experience. That's got to be very very difficult and and a tragedy. Yeah. So my my heart definitely goes out to your friends. Yeah, she's she's doing. I mean, she's doing a really great job helping her sister and just taking care of the kids right now. They're they're able to take them in right now um during the situation but it's kind of hectic because you know they don't i mean because i told her that you know the the man who was responsible is not going to be the one that they put forward like they've already spun it so many times on the local news stations they've made it out to be everything you know pr basically to protect themselves um and they unlawfully shut the door in her face when she saw her husband and you know bleeding out they they said we need to save him or something and shut the door in her face and then went inside and actually spent like two hours inside wouldn't let family come in or anything which i know that's definitely not okay they can't talk to her especially under dress when she literally just saw her hun husband on the ground so um well I just well, I didn't really wish to. Just... Sorry. <clears throat> uh, no, go ahead. You, you may finish. Uh, I was just going to say, I, I immediately just, I, I just told her, just make sure that the first thing right now, you know, as they're trying to figure things out, because they're working on funeral arrangements and stuff, have her take some time to write down everything she can recall um, and, you know, like that way it's all fresh in her memory um that way she has a, a record of it and don't give it to anyone don't tell anyone certainly don't talk to anyone unless you know you have confidence in them so um but i don't i know that they are definitely not going at this from a, a common law perspective they're they're looking for a lawyer um to essentially get liability um because of what happened, because she's now essentially a, a single mom of four. Who he was the sole 
you know, um, breadwinner of the family. So. Yeah, and that's where it's really tragic. And, you know, I definitely think she should see what she can pursue. But, you know, um, as far as not wishing to go into it that much, I'm, I am going to tell you that, uh, especially if, you know, it was reported because you said that somebody was breaking into the garage or there was an intruder or something, you know, I mean, if it was yeah. reported, like if they have a home security alm or they called oh, the police no, no. you know no, I, I don't know how no, the police got out there but they knew they were chasing the guy through the neighborhood and they knew that he was in there um he heard someone in the in the garage and that's why he went out there um and told him to get out and then told them he's in here and they shot him So. Yeah, I'm just saying it's it's a bad yeah. situation. Um, yeah. But yeah. You know, I, typically they uh, they they just kind of chalk it up, and it's been getting worse and worse. Um, and they just say, yeah. you know, it's tragic and it's bad. But we got we got to uh, we got to have policy enforcers out there. We got to have we got to have our, our safety team. No. Right, yeah, peace officers or whatever they call them now. Um, well, they're so, policy enforcers. Yeah, no, I I know that. I I meant it in jest. I know they're not actually peace officers. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, as far as like just the kids, I mean, I I don't literally teach them the Fifth Amendment. I mean, I teach them in the spirit of the Fifth Amendment: be quiet, don't say anything, don't answer any questions especially if you're, you know, if I don't, if, if you're not uh, with me and I don't give you direct, like, um, instructions to say something. So, um, because I, I know now, like, that they don't work for the public. They certainly don't work for me. And so I don't want to, you know, put myself in a position or my kids in a position where, we become somehow, you know, vulnerable or suspect in anything, anytime, because things are crazy now. And so um, I'm just kind of trying to teach them, like, how to guard themselves, um, because I don't really see them as our friends. And it's unfortunate, because I had law enforcement in my family, and I always believed that they were good. And then once I realized that they don't actually work for the public, that's when I realized they're not actually uh, serving protecting the public, they're serving and protecting the state. So just that realization alone kind of made me, and then seeing other things happen just made me realize that they're not gonna help me even if something bad happens because I've already experienced that. They don't help. So um, I wanna teach my kids to kind of be, you know, be their own law enforcers and um, understand the the true law, you know, the the law of their heart and um, natural law or whatever. Of course, I don't know. All well, and that's the only way that things are going to change. And and luckily for us, <laughs> you know, children for the most part know it. Uh, better and easier and if you can get them earlier 
and let them know what the truth is. Um, it, it just works out better that way. And I just, I would just be honest with them. Um, you know, when my little man was coming up and, you know, starting to think about cops and, you know, of course, in our society, cops are cool. Mm -hmm. Little boys want to grow up to be cops and have guns on the hips. But when he would ask me serious questions like, why do cops arrest people? I'd give him serious answers like, well, 80% of the time, for no good reason. They arrest yeah. people because they're making their own personal choices. Mm -hmm. And they just don't like them. And they're making money off of it. One right. of the ways yeah, that I explained deep. it to him one time was, I go, you like making your $5 allowance each week, right? He goes, yeah. And I go, well, if I gave you $5 for each arrest you made, would you go make a lot of arrests? <laughs> right. <laughs> a couple yeah. of years ago when I asked him that question, he really hesitated. He was like, I don't know. I don't know if I'd make an arrest. I don't know if I'd arrest somebody that just wasn't doing anything, that just wasn't doing anything bad. And I asked him that question probably a month ago, and he was like, shoot, chat, arrest him for five bucks. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Why don't you play this recording that I have of you from a couple of years ago, buddy? <laughs> You know, so so we all have the to be integrity. reminded, but, but yeah. right, we all have to be reminded about that law that you know we knew not so long ago. Yeah, well, integrity yes. is obviously something that children are are probably born with, and then they learn that they can get away with stuff. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, I, I think on, on questions like that, it's, you know, um, situational. I mean, I personally, I think there are some people on this planet who are just born soulless. They just don't have a soul. They don't have a conscience. That's just my personal opinion. Some people don't agree with it. So, but that's the beautiful thing about this world is we all have the right to believe whatever we wish. <laughs> Anyways, Correct. with that, it's uh, shortly past 11 and shortly past two hours, and I appreciate everybody coming out this evening. Uh, it's wonderful. This was an awesome evening and an awesome call, and I hope we have a really good call next week. And uh, I'd like to thank everybody who participated and talked because pretty much 95% of the board probably talked this evening. So uh, y'all are all great. And I hope you come out and join next week. Um, and, and we should have a good show and probably some type of update on what's going on with Sierra and, and the children. Uh, and, uh, and JD. <laughs> When, when I was talking about, do you ever write the wrong thing? I, I was just kind of making a joke about, you know, write phonetic, how you were talking about R-I-G-H-T and W-R-I-T-E, mm -hmm. you know, or W-R-I-T-T-E-N, or like you could go to a writ, like the original writ, which is W-R-I-T, and that's just to write something down, but a writ is what you would file originally to get jurisdiction 
It writs the noun. And a cracker. The item. And a cracker. You mean like a writ of quo warranto? Well, writ just means that it's written on paper. You know, writ just means that it's legal. It's the item. The item that was writ. They're written. Yeah. Uh, the legal stuff that you write made up it. and write down on a piece of paper. Right. You it. know, because you, your writings secure your rights, right? Right. 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 As long as the pen's mightier than the sword, and hopefully it is. So when people wish to uh, find out and exercise that, I hope they get educated real well, quick. I, you know, in, in my view, you know, it, the the pen's mightier than the sword when it's got a shotgun behind it. <laughs> yes, Typically sir. helps. You know, they always say, you know, don't bring a knife to a gunfight, you know. <laughs> That's for sure. But, I mean, you know, honestly, I hope it never gets to a gunfight, although I definitely think it probably will at some places. Um but, you know, the quicker people can kind of wake up and realize that what's going on to Sierra is going to happen to everyone else tomorrow if they don't go and stop what's happening to Sierra. I agree. And is there a good even if they just... Huh? Sorry, I was actually going to ask, even, is there a place where people can go to... Um, get some kind of a link or something to share so that they can make other people aware of that particular story? Um, yeah, if, if somebody who's on the call, like JD or John or somebody who has the link to um, the Facebook page to follow the story on. Oh, I don't have Facebook. Mm, darn. Mm, there is a I go just posted the GoFundMe. Yeah, John in the, posted in the, the uh, chat here. Is is four hundred one on Telegram? Yeah. All yeah, right, we, we can have, put we're, it in. We're in touch with her. Yeah. Okay. She's on. She's on with us. Any other super secret shows going on, John? Hey, I don't know of any. No, the other. No, I should have some good yeah. videos coming yeah. out here pretty soon. <laughs> looking forward to it, JC. Looking forward to it. I'm just going to invite myself to a show. Then. <laughs> All right. Well, Monarch, well, get, on on. The, get, get on. Get on Telegram. That's what JC did. <laughs> Monarch, uh, get on Telegram. You got a username? Uh, can you get in touch with JC or somebody and get it to one of us? Yeah, I'll give it a shot. I don't think I've ever used it before. Yeah, go it's in good. settings and make a go in the settings and make a username. You can uh, you can send somebody messages without giving giving your phone number out. You got to do that. Okay. So was it was that an invitation to plug? Yeah. If I'm invited, yes. Go ahead. You're, everybody's invited. Uh, so we're, we've been doing uh, 
just a basic show on Sundays. Um, we've got three under our belt at this point. Um, at 9 o'clock uh, Eastern Standard Time, roughly the same show uh, time as this one. And we just, basically, it's uh, just a support group, you know, uh, keep people, you know, to help people work through the fear of the unknown. And that's, you know, that's that's where I'm coming from with it, because I, I'm a firm believer that law is not something that applies only in a court system or uh, it, it, it basically it applies in everyday life. And if we don't walk in law and stand in law in our everyday life and and be able to execute it and manifest it uh at, you know just every day then how are we going to be able to stand on that and and walk in that and execute it when a specific time arises it's just something that it, it's it's just life and that's that's the viewpoint i hold um my sister's here with me. I think she holds the same viewpoint that I do. Agree. You know, so that's that's why we started doing this show. It's it's basically to, you know, as a starting platform for people to get familiar with the idea that we all know law already, because you know, like JC said um, this past Sunday, law is simple. Do no wrong. And I think that applies more than just in some courtroom setting or that applies in everyday life. And I believe it's a fundamental of just being a, 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 an honorable man or an honorable woman. Anyway, that's my plug. Um, I usually post the links on, uh, on Telegram about an hour and a half out um, to join in the show. Because it's it's not set up like this. It's it's a little different of a of a platform. It's it's through what Andrew's been working on with the UK Pats, and uh, you know we're we're streaming live to PeerTube that uh, he's got set up as well, and, and we're we're doing all of that from the Jitsi uh, Meet program that he has for us to be able to use there. Um, and it's, it's a little bit more open form, you know, people can unmute themselves instead of having to raise their hand, you know, I mean, if it becomes too noisy, you know, then it, I have the light and mute the mic. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, mo for what we've done now, I mean, most people have been respectful and, and not talk over one another. Um, and you know, again, I want to thank JD for coming out and joining us on these shows. Uh, he's JD too. JD's I, been I there for JD. all of them. I know JD has. Yes. You know, but uh, you know, JC <laughs> came out this past Sunday, and you know, I, I, I feel still I feel greatly honored to have you there. And any of you other guys that wish to join, we'd love to have you come in and join in the conversation. And. You know, while we're kind of talking about other shows, like, J.D., are you thinking about starting another show? Because I know that you've been talking about that before. And and then if I have this right, like, aren't you and John kind of working on, on something for Sean to do? Or Yeah, we're talking about some different things. I got some different ideas. Um, I think I think one thing that we might want to do is, uh, well, 
we'll have another conversation about it. Um, but John's a combination of a couple different technical outlets for you guys and in combination with John's thing for, you know, the beginners to, and, um, and then I think we should put together a couple, um, round table discussions with some wise words, um, you know, people, you and Sean, and then uh, maybe some some of the per regular participants that can come up with some like blocks of of subjects to kind of go over, and um, and then put that out as like a series or like a little mini series or micro series. So those are just some of my thoughts right now. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, just to yeah. kind of let people know, other things are kind of in the works yeah. and. Yeah, things are definitely brewing, and I did notice that you that you mentioned uh, the 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 just conspiracy uh, telegram, and well, uh, yeah. there's something. And John I, John yeah. actually texted me and said that he would work on a graphic or something for us, and I, I said that I would talk with him later about it. Right on. Okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so and, um, I'm, I'm all for. And John's I'm show. I'm all for helping any way I can. Yeah, John's show is more than jibber jabber. It's it's uh, you can find the links to it on the uh, the public common law wise words uh, Telegram group, and um, and then you know that's kind of where we're posting a lot of the public stuff. So if you get on <clears throat> if you get on Telegram and look for the uh, common law wise words public group, you find all the links to this stuff as we as we put them up. So I just found it. Then, uh, my my username is Poppin Pickles. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I just that up a long time ago. I forgot. Nice. So, my sister's my sister's name on Telegram for anybody that's interested to get in contact with her. It's I'll do it again. <laughs> I'm not even gonna ask. Everybody have a good night. That's right. the way to end it. <laughs> I, I'm just teasing. Oh, Have a good night, the, everybody. We got the fade out music. And we will all be back here next Wednesday. February 17th. <laughs> Twenty twenty one. We'll see you then. Good night, everybody. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.